the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. There's a definite advantage of being a child of God. One of the many advantages is having a God who does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the things that God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. Doors that nobody can close once they've been open for me and you. Doors that he opened so that we can walk through and receive as well as achieve all the awesome things that God has planned to prepare for me and you. That's why it's so important that we learn to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Ephesians chapter 1, please. Let me show you another thing about him. Ephesians chapter 1, so that you could also see yourself. Because remember, anytime you look at the, in the scriptures and you see God and his capabilities, you also get a chance to be able to see your capabilities. Ephesians chapter 1. One of the reasons why God can forgive is because of the greatness that he is and the riches of his greatness. Start reading in verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and San Antonio, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you. See, God's always trying to extend grace. Anytime God uh, anoints a person to be able to speak on his behalf to you, they're going to try to extend grace unto you. And anytime God puts you in the midst of a situation, since you also are his representative, then it's to extend grace into the midst of the situation. Grace be to you and peace. That peace is causing all agitations to come to an end and causing peacefulness to be able to manifest again. Are you listening to me? It causes all agitations to come to an end and the peace to be able to return once again. It says, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, Lord. Verse four says, according as he hath chosen us, in him before the foundations of the world. God chose y'all. You didn't just bumble and stumble into this. God chose you before the foundation of the earth. He knew who you was going to be and he already chose you before the foundation of the earth so that you could do something for him, so that you could receive something of him, so that you can be able to uh, achieve certain things through him. Let's see what some of them are. That we should be holy, separated and different, just like he is. And without blame, no fault found with us whatsoever. Before him in love. God wants you in love because in love, you're holy. Separated and different. Step out of love, 
you just like everybody else. you just like the rest of the world. In love, you're blameless. Step outside of love, the fault comes your way. So, so many brothers, so many brothers and sisters, sis, operate outside of love when God invited them into love. Now they're acting like everybody else. The folk on okra. <laughs> that was wronged. We acting just like them. The folk that's on Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry you know, you remember the one I'm talking about now, right? Jerry, Jerry. They'd be like jumping up, hitting people with chairs and stuff like that and <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> Cussing folk out all on TV. They got ex- uh, bleepers all on TV. Bleep, 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 bleep. You bleep, 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 bleep. But why? Because they hurt them in front of everybody. You brought me on TV to tell me this foolishness? You brought me on TV to show everybody in the world that you like elephant underwear? And you dancing your big fat butt around in front of everybody on television? Is you crazy? I'll beat you with a chair. You know how folk was doing you do? But see, in love, you don't act like that. It's only when you step out of love, back into the flesh, where your feelings are, that the hurt occurs and causes you to now respond to that. Let's see what else he is. It gets good here. Lean over and say, mm-hmm. Having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. See, God adopted us, and he adopted us in accord with his good pleasure. See, when God adopts, he's different than everybody else. When everybody else adopts, they start getting into all this step and, 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 and all this other kind of you know, stuff with their kids. But see, when God adopts, God says, ain't no step. I took a step towards you, and from now this point forward, you mind just like if I birthed you myself. Which means that if you was nasty before, I'll clean you up. If you didn't have before, now you have everything I have. Because I give you full access to everything I have so you can do everything that I do the same way I do what I do. So y'all been adopted. So God has given you full access through Jesus Christ, which is the word of God, made manifest so that you, invisible so you can see him clearly, to give you the opportunity to be able to uh, operate according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Look at that. We accepted in the beloved. God has accepted you, although you did him wrong. God loves you, although you act like it, you know, previously how you hated him. God is still right there with us, although we turned our back on us and we accepted in him. Notice what he calls himself. I'm the beloved. I'm just being about love all the time. And God's beloved. And he's, and he has accepted us. But go up to the beginning of verse six. It gets good here. He shows you also the reasoning for why he does it. To the praise of the glory of his grace. To the praise of the glory of his grace. That word praise right there means laudation. And in case I still left you and I didn't really give you a definition that helped you at all, that word laudation means an amplified articulation or expression. An amplified articulation or expressing. Like for instance, right now I'm speaking to you. Now, although I have a loud voice, don't say amen, although I have a loud voice and many people believe I don't need amplification, praise God, 
But at the same time, those awesome people back there in the back in the sound room have, have hooked up a device that allows my voice to be amplified throughout all this place to the point that the people in the back hear me just as clearly as the people is the front. That the people way over there understand me just like the people that are right here. And the people way over there understand me to the people that are right here. To the people way up in the balcony, I'm in faith right now, just stay with me. For the people way up in the balcony, they hear me just as clearly. For the people that are in the overflow rooms that are watching me right now on closed circuit TV, the ones that was late that's going to get here early next time, praise God. They hear me just the same as, the, as everybody else because of the amplification system allows the ability for my voice to be carried and heard clearly by everybody. Because y'all hear me clearly, don't you? That's why folk don't sleep up in here. Part of it is the anointing. The other part is the amplification system. Third part is the air conditioning. Praise God. Because if the first two don't get you, turn their own. Praise God. Let them freeze. Amen. <laughs> that wake folk up. Praise <laughs> Woo, Jesus. And so this laudation is an amplification. Well, what does God want to amplify? Let's look. God says he wants to amplify his glory. Actually, it's the glory of his grace. See, his grace is what he wants to amplify and the glory of it. When it says glory right there, it gets good. That word glory is the word doxa, D-O-X-A. And anybody that studies theology knows that that's talking about the express presence of God the manifestation of the greatness of God, the awesomeness of God, and the splendor of God. But it also means something else. Another definition for the word doxa is dignity, the dignity of God. He wants to amplify his dignity, which means every time God extends grace into your life, every time God forgives you of what it is that you do, every time he causes mercy to manifest in your life, he amplifies his own dignity. Why is that? Because I'm too dignified to enter into your folly and begin to deal with you based upon your folly. The Bible says you never answer a fool in his folly because you become just as foolish. That's why you don't get into long, drawn-out arguments, theological arguments with folk that don't even know the Bible in the first place. Well, it seems as though, well, you say, show it to me in the Bible. And if they can't show it to you in the Bible, say, well, that ends that conversation because you don't know nothing about what you're talking about. <laughs> Praise God. I'm teaching you how to end these stupid conversations. Because if they don't know where the stuff is in the Bible, obviously then they're not dealing with truth. They're dealing with a lie. So show it to me in the book because that's the only thing that's true. Everything else is irrelevant. That's your opinion. And they just like noses. I'll act right. We got company. They just like noses. Everybody got one. And they get dirty from time to time. So I guess you basically knew where I was going before my wife gave me a look. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed be his name. Everybody got one. Yay, man. Yay, man. I'm trying, baby. I'm trying. Everybody got one. Amen. Keep it with noses. <laughs> so, so praise God. Amen. I better go to the Bible. That'll help me get back on track. Every time you get lost, get in the Bible. So it says, to the praise of the glory of God. His dignity, it is, digni it, is, it is a dignified act to forgive. See, I was raised that you was a punk if you forgive. User, see, that shows you it was back to even when I was raised. Use a punk if you forgive. That's, she laughing. That's the way I was raised. Use a punk. Because what you forgiving for? I don't care if you get beat up. You're supposed to do something. Hit him. Then run. 
but they got to know they was hit for what you what they said. You back up, they be like, oh, man, you's a problem. But it's dignified to forgive. God wants you to show his dignity. He wants you to show your dignity by not entering into railing and railing and evil for evil and arguments and all this other kind of stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to show you. See, we're ambassadors for the kingdom of God. I don't know if you know that. And ambassadors are dignified people because they represent the kingdom that they're from. And one of the things they do is they teach them how to conduct themselves according to dignity at all times. Why? Because you always represent me when you're out in that country. Well, see, you're kingdom, you're representatives of the kingdom of God. And because of that, you're always representing him everywhere you go. And so although you want to say what you want to say, when you're operating in representation of someone else, you'll hold your tongue. And you will say what their answer would be. And God says, my answer is mercy. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Because that's when you lose your dignity. When you be like, oh, see, that's, that's, that's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> that's it, that's it. You done messed up this time. Mm-mm. No, God wants you to be able to operate in his dignity. It's going over real well. It says, to the praise of the glory of his grace. See, it's his, not yours. It's his. You're going to be functioning with his grace. That word grace, of course, is talking about unmerited favor. But watch this now. Verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. So here God is. He wants you to wants the praise of the glory of his grace. That's the reasoning behind what he does, what he does. And it's to, and it's according to the riches of his grace. That's what gives him the ability to do what he does. Because God is so rich in grace, he can turn around and extend grace into other people's life. But we already learned that in order to extend grace, you got to extend mercy also. And so he's rich in grace. That word rich in the literal Greek is the word plutos, P-L-U-T-O-S, plutos. And that word means wealth as fullness, abundance and richness. Wealth as fullness. Now you're talking about having a little wealth. This is wealth as fullness. It's the same word we get our English word plutocrat from. And in case any of y'all ain't never ran across that word, that's somebody that got so much money that they give so much of it away, it don't even make sense. But the reason why they can get that much money away is because they got so much money. It ain't no big deal. Whereas they like filthy rich. That, that, that kind of stuff that makes people like Gates look like they broke. Filthy rich. I mean, just got ridiculous amounts of money. And see, folk that's got ridiculous amounts of money, if they find a person that's in need, that's just nothing but a little small as a little seed. Like say, man, I want to pay your house off. How much, I mean, how much is your house? Just say, make up a number. Uh, 125000 125000 Man, please. Hey, here, here. What you want me to do? EF, electric, you want a check, you want cash. Which one you want me? Here. And then give it like it ain't nothing. It's just here, here. It's like, because it's chump change. To have so much money that it's chump change. To have so much money that, 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 you know, it's like, what? They go into it and look at a car and they look like, see a car and they be like, you know, what is this? Benz, what is this? 150,000, 250,000, please. Yeah, go ahead. In fact, put rims on it. They be like, man, the rims on that car is like, you know, 2,500, excuse me, 25,000 a piece. Like, man, so put them on. They be like, well, but it costs $1,000 each to install them. He like, 
So put them up. Why? Because I'm filthy rich. So rich that it don't make, it don't matter no more. Can you imagine being so rich it money don't even matter anymore? It's not even an issue. It's like what? Everything is just an expense. But so what? I got money out the gazoo. So what difference does it make? God says he's that rich in grace. God said he's that rich in grace. To the point that what did they do? So what? Don't mean nothing to me. Because I'm rich in mercy. I'm rich. I am filthy rich in grace. I can still extend unto them what they don't deserve. Why? Because I'm filthy rich in grace. Watch this now. So that then means the ability to be able to extend it has to be tied to your possessing it. And I know so many Christians that act like they broke in grace. Why? Because they're so slow to extend it. Like, hold up. Come on now. Y'all don't want to work with me. How about back at Christmas time? That wasn't long ago. Remember Christmas time? Remember when y'all first went out Christmas shopping? Buy this for that. Get the kids an Xbox 360. Get them, get them four, five games each. They want one game. Get them five games each. Come on, stay in faith with me. Cause I need... get, get, get them this. Get them that. Get, one, get them one for upstairs and one for downstairs. Get this. Get, what you want, baby? Yeah, get that, get that, and get this, and that's when you first start shopping. But then by the time you make it to the end, you're like, dang, how much money we got, baby? How much we got? Five dollars. How many more people we got to buy for? Five. Five? Get them all cheap. I'm here. Go to Dollars, though. Get them all cheap, pass. And we from a church. Show them our, our uh, uh, <laughs> tax-exempt status. <laughs> they don't charge tax. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. This is an example. <laughs> get, get, them all, get them all chia pits. Next five people get chia pits. One get a chia head, one get a chia arm, one get a chia head, <laughs> one get a chia bunny, and the last one get a chia dog. Why? Because we chia. P- <laughs> Why? Because we running out of money. Are you listening to it? When you're running out of money, you start holding it back. And we can tell when folk are running out of grace. Because they start holding it back. Oh, that's when we'd be like, one more. I only got one more dollar, so only one more Chia Pet going to be bought. I only got one more in me. Mess up one more time. Oops, that's it. You're through. But can I talk to you? You're operating off the amount of grace that Satan convinced you that you have. Not the amount of grace that you have. Because remember, you're creating an image and likeness of God. And since you're creating an image and likeness of God, you, you came past your boundaries and stepped into divine dimensions. You have no limits because God has no limits. You never get to the end of your love. You never get to the end of your mercy. You never get to the end of your grace. You only decide to stop using it. And at that point, you're operating like Satan, the designer edition Satan. You ain't operating like God no more. The devil is now your Lord. Because he told you what his verdict would be. Kill him. Drop him. Like a hot potato. I'm teaching real good right now. Because we chose not to do it. Because God, you're in his image and likeness. And God's don't come to an end. Which means yours don't come to an end. You are filthy rich in mercy. You are filthy rich in grace. To the point that it don't matter what they did. It don't matter. I got enough love to cover it. 
Because love covers a multitude of sins. I got enough mercy to extend into their life that I don't care how they act, I don't care what they do, it's not going to change them from being me. Because I am love. And they can't stop me from being the person that I am. Or can they? Or can they stop you from being the person that you are? God created you to be this way. God created you to be able to handle it. So all this where they on my last nerve, get out the flesh and find out in the spirit that you don't have a last nerve. All this, I ain't got, that's, that's it, that's it. No more, that's it. Pastor, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just sorry, I'm just sorry. You don't know how many years I've been dealing with this. I've been married to this fool for 15 years. 18 of them, he been tripping. I don't even know why I met him. I met him thinking that maybe it might change. Beautiful. But that's a whole nother teaching. We'll bring that one up another time. You got what you got and that's all you got. But you made a covenant with the living God that I will be with you regardless. Don't get quiet on me. Because that's not a sentence. Like I'm chained, I gotta be with this fool, chink, walking through the house, chink, chink, I gotta be, <laughs> that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the love that covers, eliminates, and takes away sin. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope you've seen that our God does open doors for us that nobody else can shut on us doors that he opens so that we can receive what it is that he has prepared for us. Hope that you're not only seeing that it's true that God really does open doors of opportunity for me and you, but also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God opens for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he opened for me and you. And that which he opened the door for us to get will never be got by me and you. I pray that won't be said of me and that it won't be said of you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride, and we'll be glad to come and get you. When you get the chance, check out our website at wofsa.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's wofsa.com. You'll be blessed when you do. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. 
So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And don't forget, we invite all of you to join us Sunday evening for our Christmas musical at Word of Faith SA, where we'll celebrate the birth of the Christ child in songs ministered by our anointed worship team. As Christmas approaches, it'll be good for us to be able to take our mind off the gifts that we need to buy and the ones that we hope that others are going to buy for us and put our minds back on the awesome gift that God has already given us, the gift called Jesus. So come on through as we set our focus for this Christmas season on that wonderful day when Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, was born. It starts at 6 p.m. sharp. It'll be followed by a wonderful reception in our fellowship hall. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. There's no charge, of course, but a free will offering will be taken. Make a point to be there and join this wonderful celebration of the birth of our Savior. Oh, come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. It'll be good to see you and your family there. I look forward to seeing all of you Sunday evening at the Christmas Cantata at Word of Faith SA. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter and email to us, that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God is not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you sow. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 